You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, specialized in strategic content marketing to reach your target audience and boost engagement. And I'm Shahab Zargari with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. And, of course, the year kicked off with CES in Las Vegas. You were there, Shahab, right? I was. I was. Although I'm here (laughs) year-round. Well, that's why you were there all the time then. You know, it's the first real important conference of the season, the re-event where we get the look at the trends, the developments impacting uh, your business, Shahab, as well as, you know, your customers' business. Um, and we'll be talking about that because, again, it was as usual, you know, CES is always the show. It breaks records. Uh, more than 170,000 attendees came together. That must have been quite a zoo for you, Shahab. It was. It was. Although, you know what's weird? The very last day of CES on the exhibit floor, it uh-huh. seemed a little less packed than usual. So I don't know if this year, uh, you know, people came in, you know, were there all week, and then by Friday they were either on their way back home or um, – you know, just kind of over the exhibit floor and off doing uh, little meetings and things like that. But um, yeah, the the interesting thing this year, though, was that they had a brand new section at the Aria specifically targeted to marketers and, and advertisers. And I mm-hmm. kind of spent most of my time there. Well, I mean, it was it was amazing and probably overwhelming because it was about Basically, you know, everything connected, everything was top of the list from what I can see of all the coverage, all the CES wrap uh, coverage and uh, media, you know, it was unmanned vehicles, 3D printers, virtual reality, really the works. And so um, now we've had time to digest 
all the amazing innovation that marked CES, and the time is perfect, of course, to do our own wrap of the CES show and what matters most to marketers. So here with an inside track is our guest today, Brian Rash. He's the, he's the uh, chief digital officer at GMR. And by way of background, GMR is an award-winning global engagement marketing agency creating unforgettable experiences across sports, music, entertainment, lifestyles. So uh, the outcome, true connections at last. So that's great for CES, Brian, because that's what it was about. Connected everything, right? Definitely. The, the event was amazing because <clears throat> not only was everybody talking about self-driving cars, but when you walk the show floor and you see every single brand and technology partner trying to figure out a way to interject themselves into consumers' lives, it hits home very true to the roots of what GMR does for brands. So it was a great event to kind of be part of and then also see where the technology is pushing for today and the future. Now, did you have a chance to um, head over to C-Space at all during the time that you were here? I spent some time at C-Space. Um, you know, it's interesting watching and engaging with marketers. We also hosted... Um, a space for brands and marketers with our um, sister agency, OMD, where a lot of our clients and partners came in and were able to speak on some panels talking about the innovation around technology. And what's interesting is the amount and the volume of marketers that are actually starting to drive to CES, I think is really amazing. And I think the area of space was really cool because you could tell the buzz around CES is as much about the technology as it is about how brands are going to think about engaging Utilize consumers today and in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. Well, that's uh, quite unfortunate. I missed most of those panels. I'll uh, have to make it over next year. That was fun. It's a fun time. You know, we had uh, Twitter and CBS and a bunch of other brands kind of talking about that unique intersection with technology and consumers. So marketers are a lot of marketers said those sessions are as valuable in a lot of cases as walking the show floor. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Well, what about that technology? I mean. Um, I'm really pleased that I'm hearing less and less, although there are some shows out there where you'll still get some people saying, you know, is this the year of mobile? Uh, you know, I don't even want to go there anymore. I think it's just de facto. Uh, if you're not on mobile, you're just not reaching your customers because that's where they are. I mean, has that has that sunk through? Are we thinking now about um, beyond the channel to really the nature of engagement here? Or are we still stuck in technology, Brian? I think uh, we've gone beyond just to being tech for tech's sake. And what I saw that's really amazing is the connected devices and the ability, you know, the wearable side is really about creating value for consumers in their lives. And I think that's the part that's really powerful. If you look back two or three years ago, everybody was talking about how mobile is going to take over consumers' lives, but we used to think of it as just a handset, where now you start to see the future coming to life where between things like Up and Fitbit and being able to use data then track your whole entire day, but also your sleep patterns and what it means to your fitness, but then how that ties back into your connected home, your mobile device becomes that kind of central conduit. And it's consumers are starting to see that as, I understand now why mobile is such an important part of my life versus you know just connecting with it as if it was a disconnected internet device. Now it's become that central hub that really controls and drives your life. And I think that's the cool part about what I saw at CES is a lot of that's coming to life, which, you know, was kind of a vision three or four years ago. Yeah, they had, you know, full kitchens and bedrooms on display uh, to show you how we're getting connected. They even had, I don't know if you saw these on the show floor, but they had jackets where, again, you could put your – 
you know, phone in and then that's it. You don't have to touch it. You can utilize different parts of the jacket or clothing to listen to your music or do whatever. It was, it was quite interesting. Yeah, I think so it, you- uh, Lowe's, Lowe's is one of our clients and they had a innovation home there. And one of the funniest things that most of the consumers thought was really cool was your dog could walk up to the doggy door and it would send you an alert that your dog wanted to go out during the day. You could unlock the doggy door and you knew when he came back in so you could lock your house back up and make sure security was on. You know, that seems so pretty cool. simple, but people were really like, it's added value, right? It changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great way to get you. I mean, the added value here also for you, um, thinking about your clients and, and uh, working together with the other parts of your agency. I mean, is there a feeling that you can start to really bring wearables to the, to the, to the fore or understand what the value proposition is? You know, marketing on a wearable, what's that going to look like? You know, I don't know about marketing on a wearable. I think, you know, everybody's still, when you think about, you know, Apple, obviously, when the Apple Watch comes out, um, the opportunity for that to mm-hmm. start to create, I think, the opportunity within the category that really hasn't caught on. You know, last year everybody was talking about smart watches and everybody was going to have them, and I don't think it really has caught on to the way that really brands thought or even we thought consumers were going to gravitate towards it. It'll be interesting to see when Apple finally release, releases the watch if it's going to really come to fruition. That might change the dynamic of why and how a, mark, a brand can actually market to consumers through device, but we see it more as the sensors that are in these wearables and how that could change your interaction within a live experience. You know, when you think about creating these branded experiences and now I know about their emotional reaction, I know about, you know, their movement and what's going on and can I use that to affect the experience at a concert or in some other venue, that's where a lot of our marketers start to get excited because it changes what the environment can do to react to the consumer using technology, and I think that's, that's going to be stuff that we start to really um, ideate around in this next year. And now you said sensors, right? So uh, give, give us an example of a sensor. Well, you know, a good example is one of, the, one of the brands that we work with, and, you know, we didn't do the work, but they launched was Pepsi, and they had a, um, basically a nightclub about maybe even three or four months ago where the whole entire music track and the DJ drove what they produced based upon just sensors like heart rate sensors, um, Hmm. monitors about skin temperature, and what they were able to do was sense in the crowd with your demographic, if you're men or women, who was reacting to the music and who was reacting to it in a positive way. And that then started to change the dynamic of how the DJ was spinning and changing the dynamic within within the environment. Those are the types of things that then also they used it to control lighting and visual displays within the space so that the mood and the movement of the space basically was driven by everybody in the space. And and when I think about that, that's the stuff that we can start to really drive towards and leverage for different purposes, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and to kind of go back to uh, that Twitter panel, I I did manage to um, hit the Twitter panel and the Google panel at C-Space. Um, and, and kind of along the same lines, again, not, not necessarily heartbeats uh, and things like that, but, um, you know, they were talking about how, you know, in the past, you know, two months before a movie goes live, that's when they really start doing the marketing push. Now it's 12 months out, and they kind of watch, you know, whether it's mobile, tablet, uh, you know, just looking at the kinds of conversations people are having on Twitter and using that as an indication of whether or not a film will do good or whether or not they need to put more marketing toward one film versus the other. Um, it's quite interesting. 
I mean, we could go on here for forever, and we, we're going to do the best we can in, in the time we have here, but we have to go to a break right now. So um, stay right there. When we come back, we'll be talking more about the highlights at CES and also, um, you know, some of the things that are, we can be looking forward into uh, 2015. So stay right there. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zergari with Skywire. And we're talking today, our guest is Brian Rash. He's Chief Digital Officer at GMR, award-winning global engagement marketing agency. Topic is CES. So I left you off when you were both going back and forth. You both had the pleasure of being there in person. Um, I just wanted to get a feel for the um, the connected, uh, again, those highlights. Is there anything that uh, struck you as being um, an example of what we might be seeing sooner than later? In, in, you know, in engagement, maybe not in marketing, because as you said, Brian, we're not seeing yep. marketing on these devices, but we are certainly seeing them in sort of those added value engagement uh, approaches that brands have, such as you said, Pepsi. I, I think where we're seeing a lot of the opportunity is when you look at connected cars, connected mm-hmm. homes, everything really working together, and then the wearable becoming much like the mobile phone is today. You know, if you've you've got a wearable like a watch being the conduit back to your house, to your car, we're starting to see this ecosystem that's created that consumers are going to be basically the center of the control of their world from 
the lighting in their home to the mood to making sure that their car, if it's hot out, actually will start up on its own throughout the day to keep it cool. So when you walk out in the middle of the afternoon to, to go home because your calendar says you're leaving at 3, your car's ready to go. Those are the types of things that you start to think about we're going to take for granted very quickly um, that isn't available without this interconnectivity of every single device in our lives. And I, I think that message came through loud and clear as you went through from the automotive makers to the wearables teams to the teams that are about to connect at homes. It's, it's all this ecosystem that's really on the cusp of changing the way that we engage. So it's pretty exciting. So a question for you both, you and Shahab. I mean, what does this do then to how you engage with your clients? You know, is it going to be that you need a different skill set or that agencies are going to have to sort of internalize this and bring this somehow to the table? Because as, as you're stating, you know, it's, it's on the cusp. It's going to be part of, of what your clients want. Well, I think the key will be um, learning how to integrate uh, you know, either all of it or as much of it as possible that makes sense for your client's industry. Um, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now where, you know, people are testing different things and it's kind of a hodgepodge. But if if for your brand or for your client, you can actually pinpoint the things that would make sense, um, then, you know, one of the things that Neil Mohan talked about in his um, fireside chat was, you know, in this day and age, consumers, as long as the advertising is relevant, they don't care if it's an advertisement mm -hmm. or just an article. You know, mm -hmm. so in learning how to resonate and integrating that with everything else that you're doing is, is highly important. Yeah, I think, you, I, think the, I think the interesting part is the, the relevancy piece that you just talked about is the key. We talk about technology is now part of everybody's daily lives and they're, when they're living their lives. It's no longer relegated to this, you know, you're sitting at your desk engaged with the computer or you happen to be at work or you're engaged with the computer. It's now I'm out of my life and the technology then is enabling me in my life. So if a marketer can figure out how to interject themselves in a relevant way because of technology into their life space, that's really where the value comes. And I think it's going to have to be a new way of thinking because marketers and, and a lot of brands think of it as mediums, right, where we're pushing messages to consumers. And, and it's changing the dynamic where now we have to say, well, we know where they're at. We know what they're doing. We know based on their social feeds, you know, what they're interested in. Now how do I make sure that the relevancy of what I'm trying to add value to their life is actually real? And that's hard for marketers to do because it's not something that we've done intrinsically for the last hundred years. It's become something today that, you know, now all of a sudden we can reach them while they're out living their lives, while they're sitting at a, a stadium watching a sporting event. All of a sudden, I can use that knowledge of their passion to push content to them and be relevant, but it can't just be a marketing message anymore, correct? It has to be right. something that's mm -hmm. meaningful. And I think that's the challenge we're going to all uncover in the next couple of years. And again, to go, to go back to Mohan of Google, uh, you know, he, he was saying that, and I, I definitely agree, that the advertising world has moved from a world of scarcity to one of abundance. And, and essentially that means, you know, like you said, 100 years ago, 50, 50 years ago, there was four major networks and that's right. it. If you wanted to do a commercial, that's where you would go. And now abundance, I mean, you could market on over a hundred different channels and YouTube and, you know, all these different things. And so, um, you know, you've gone from, you know, essentially being assured of reaching 80 to 90% of your target audience to now it's, it's a plethora of things. So now you have to look at, you know, again, like you said, 
who are my clients, where are they, you know, where do they spend time, um, you know, we, content on YouTube, every single day, the uploads are, you know, surpass the content that have been on all the major networks over the past five years. That's insane, you know, so not only do you have to battle that, but, you know, how, how do you do that? So, um, and I, I don't want to take up too much of Brian's time, but the three things that Neil Mohan said mattered were, number one, pick the moments that matter. So, you know, again, literally thousands Context. of channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Find the right type of content and buy that placement. Number two, build for a world of choice. So now it's getting really much harder to influence consumer behavior, especially now that, again, to go back to you know Google and YouTube, skip this ad in five, four, right? So it's a world of choice. They can choose to skip the message or continue to watch it. And then the third was, which I thought this was brilliant and I'm so glad he brought this up, focus on impact, not just impressions. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's great. So what does this do then, Brian? I mean, we talk about what's important here. Uh, Contextual marketing, contextual advertising. I myself, I've been writing about that for years because I have a long background in analysis of uh, mobile search. So there was this uh, phrase that Forrester had for it, which I thought was brilliant. It only applies to retail, but now I think applies to everything called, you know, me marketing. It's all about me. It's all about context. Um, Is that going to be one of the, you know, the, the threads for 2015 or even beyond? I mean, is this what agencies have to be really good at now because we're ready to start thinking about context? Yeah, I, I think I think it is, and I think the interesting part is what what used to be online. When you talk about retargeting, right? It's just an example of online medium where we can look at people's behaviors online and then start to drive messages to them that are more relevant based on where they've been. Um, it's really effective, right, in the media's landscape. What's happened with iBeacons and the ability to track the location-based information on consumers more um, tightly, that contextual nature of medium and marketing is starting to then come into the real world where now our brand starting to think about, I can see when someone was at a stadium engaged with a brand or with you know a passion, a sport, and then they walk into a retail channel and all of a sudden when they walk into their retail channel, they get delivered messaging based on the brand that delivered value in the, in the stadium it seems more natural, right? But it's again, it's it's contextual marketing and re- retargeting in the real world because technology is able to track them through their life state. And I think that's the piece that marketers have not really had to think about before, right? Even the digital space, it's still, in mm-hmm. a lot of cases, new, right? Where <clears throat> now you throw in the real world into that mix of data and big data that we're trying to analyze. It, it's going to be a complex, you know, um, set of information that we're trying to say, how do we find out what's really relevant to that consumer in the right time in the right place? I want to throw out something to you because I've been working on a piece. I actually just uh, went live today at Forbes. I wrote a piece about artificial intelligence. I'm also a contributor there. And the, the, the idea is that we won't only have to just deal with the attention span of the users or the media channels, but also, you know, more and more, if we're going to be saying Siri or Cortana or, you know, Echo, whatever, you know, find this, do this, whatever. You're going to have to sort of go through that filter as well. Have you given any thought to how that's going to be playing out? Because if it's contextual one, okay, but if it has to go through my personal contextual assistant as well? 
Yeah, that's an interesting challenge where all of a sudden, you know, someone else is really controlling the relevancy of information that gets delivered to us. Yeah. Um, I look at it actually very similar to Google's been that part of our life for, you know, quite a long time now. You know, if you really think about Google as a tool, consumers go there for one reason and one reason alone, typically to find something or solve a problem. Um, in theory, that has been our personal assistant, correct? You know, you, you, yeah. you Google something and ultimately what shows up on that first page, which is really decided by a computer logarithm, um, is what people think is relevant. Um, very rarely do people go past the first, second, third, or fourth page. Um, so technology is already kind of influencing what we think is relevant and real in today's world. And now there's just different mechanisms that are accessing that same information and delivering it in a more real-time way. So I think in some cases, marketers, the way that they've applied their methodologies to search marketing is going to have to be really thought through in terms of all these new technologies. And when Siri and my personal assistant is driving me, how do you interject yourself into that right space? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be coming up on our final break, but when we get back, I'd like to hear more about you know the trends for 2015, the technologies or the developments that we have to have top of mind because they are coming sooner than later and more or less here now. So, We'll come back after the break and dig right into that. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. 
And I'm Shahab Zargari with Skywire. And our guest is Brian Rash. He's the Chief Digital Officer at GMR. And uh, here we're wrapping up the highlights of CES, talking about some trends, talking about some technologies. Um, how about for both of you? You were both there. You both really impressed by what you saw. Let's talk about the sort of like the top three things we're going to be seeing or we need to have top of mind. Um, start off with you, Brian. Yeah, I think I think when you look at CES and you look at what's driving today and I think the future, the Internet of Everything, you know, the, the concept mm-hmm. of connected devices in your home, in your car, your wearables is really where everything's going. And I think when you look at it and you see it, you know, a year ago, it was the thought process of what could be. Today, you know, we're starting to get to a place where the technology is here and it's able to be leveraged today. That's one big piece. And I think consumers are gravitating towards it faster than anything because it's adding value to their lives. The second place where I see that's kind of really intriguing in our space is the whole virtual reality, augmented reality world. When you look at um, things like Oculus or um, um, Samsung's VR headgear, those are pretty interesting, and marketers are starting to see an opportunity of how do you immerse people into a space and get them there. But there's also some new things like uh, Sixth Sense, which is a technology that does takes VR and it allows you to have proximity-based physical presence so it knows exactly where your hands are and where your body is. And when you play with technology where all of a sudden you're in this virtual world and you know and it knows where you're at, it changes the way that you engage with things. So VR is becoming huge and brands are starting to leverage it in the real world. Lowe's has in their innovation center um, the ability to build a room and then put on a set of goggles and you can experience your new bathroom in virtual reality that you just spec with actually the real material mm-hmm. at your store. So cool. that, that, that to me is the piece that's going to, you know, it's, it's taking well, it from the theory into reality. And when you watch consumers do that, they get so excited because now I can see what my room looks like and I'm really in it. I can walk up to the sink. So mm-hmm. that I think is really key. And I think marketers are starting to realize that that changes the dynamic. And I think the last thing that's really interesting to me is when you look at things like drones and things like um, devices that allow us to capture and change the way we create content. Content's such a big part of consumers' lives today. GoPro, 4K cameras, you know, point-of-view cameras, now they've got drones that will follow you automatically around on your life where you know, if I'm out hiking and a drone can follow me from a different point of view, content's going to start to change the way that we can easily create content and share it out into social. And I think that's where technology, you know, that's another value point that a lot of consumers get excited about. So. That is amazing. Shahab, what about you? I mean, where do you uh, um, agree and perhaps even disagree with what excites Brian here? Uh, no, well, I, I definitely agree on all points. Uh, the, the thing that excited me the most was actually C-Space. I, you know, I thought it was a long time coming. Uh, you know, marketers have been flocking to CES for the longest time. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's such a huge show where the you know the convention center it's all of north hall all of central hall all of south hall upstairs and downstairs that it, it can be overwhelming um as far as tech that i saw that really really excited me i mean the past couple ces's as far as tvs were concerned it was all 3d you know 3d tvs the curved tvs i i thought those are much cooler than than anything 3D, um, and that was kind of the big thing this year. The curved TVs, and literally, if you don't know what that is, 
regardless of where you're sitting in front of the TV, it looks like you're looking at it dead on. And that mm. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, another cool little thing that a bunch of different uh, retailers had were um, projectors that were the size of like an iPhone 6 Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that's huge. Instead of having to, you know, lug around this huge, uh, um, you know, uh, thing for your... Uh, presentations and things like that. You just kind of take this thing in your pocket and go. Uh, I, th- I did think Oculus was was pretty cool. I, I didn't get a chance to wait in line for that, but Nikon also had virtual reality uh, little section, and, and I mean, really just amazing. They stitch these photos together, and they make this virtual world, and you can interact with books and things like that. Um, so that's definitely definitely where we're going, and you know, uh, I, I really look forward to an expanding sea space for next year. So if you had to say in one word, both of you, you know, we've talked about what's amazing, what's in the pipeline. There's no doubt this is coming. There's absolutely no doubt that wearables are going to come and it's going to be a tidal wave when they arrive. But if you had to think about something to tell your clients to have top of mind sort of now out of the technology mix and say, look, 2015, you're going to have to really seriously think about integrating this into what you're doing. What would it be? Shahab, start with you. I would, you know, I think the, the key word there is wearables. Um, I've, I've never seen as many wearables at CES as I did this year. And again, you know, they've, the, these watches and, you know, Google glass and stuff. I mean, they've, they've, they've been in development for quite some time, but this year with the different types of clothing and different kinds of, uh, upcoming things, I mean, wearables, that's, that's my keyword. Okay. In a word, Brian, how about you? You know, I, I would say is connectivity. Um, we, we met with, um, and on the panel was Parag from Levi Stadium, which is the 49er Stadium, one of the most advanced stadiums in the world. Um, they were talking about the fact that the connectivity has changed the way fans engage with the sport, and it's going to spread like wildfire everywhere where you've got mass consumers engaged together. So we're going to no longer be limited by the fact that there's no connectivity at these stadiums where now we can drive really rich, meaningful content and engagement to fans while they're experiencing a passion they have. And I think that's really powerful. So I think that connectivity then is why the wearables and the Internet of Everything really become something that marketers really need to think about because we're connected everywhere. So there we have it. It's going to be 2015, you know, connected everything, connected everywhere. I want to thank you for being our guest today, Brian. How do people stay in touch with you and maybe follow some of your insights or just some of the cool case studies GMR is up to? You can uh, go on to gmrmarketing.com or follow me on brach at Twitter, and uh, that's B-R-A-S-C-H. Okay. Uh, Shahab, what about you? You can follow me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Uh, and again, don't forget to check out uh, Skywire.com and check out our portfolio. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann. That's uh, A-N-N-E. Or uh, check out uh, my contributions over at Forbes or my uh, website with companion posts to Mobile Presence over at MobileGroove.com. So I want to thank everyone for joining us for Mobile Presence today, presented by Skywire.com. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, you can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to the webmaster, radio.fm.com. 
website or find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. Finally, of course, stay connected, as we all should, by downloading a mobile app, the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.